Hey, hey, Team Stevia, and welcome to episode 51 of The Stevia Show. A talk show podcast that covers pop culture, world news, local artistry, and everything in between. This is Steven. And this is Lydia. And we're glad to have you back. It's Hello. weird because Lydia and I, we just saw each other. We're, uh, we're recording kind of back to back Back to back. Because you're going to Disney again on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And Thursday's Halloween, right. so we can't do Thursday our normal day. So yeah. here we are on Tuesday. Tuesday. Which is another tea day. But so. you'll see it on, you'll hear it on Monday. Yes. Right? Correct. normally absolutely right yeah so everything's all good basically it's just not as maybe as much juice as we normally would have well the norm well, well the nice thing is that we did our 50th spectacular our, yeah our, our um celebration-thon or whatever Love celebration-thon that. and uh so we didn't cover any news on that so now no. we're going to cover all the now stuff we, we can missed. cover it all yeah um so hope everybody's doing okay uh of course we did our 50th episode celebration uh and for the meme of the week um the current a uh, uh the current edgelord holder in the discord is um Ethan, so no surprise there. And the only meme that I could find from him recently was the um, the Choose Your Fighter one. Yeah, the Choose Your Fighter. It was pretty good. Yeah, so it was basically um, everybody in the Discord. It had um, all of our pictures and it said like <laughs> kind of like des- descriptions of us kind of like in a fighting game who you'd pick. Um, so that one was really good. Uh, shout out to Ethan for, I think this is like his like 1738th time winning literally uh, edgelord but he is a meme king he is pretty good he's great him and colton both um they're really good they are good yeah um so that's the meme uh, that we have for the week and since it's been three days you haven't seen a movie i haven't seen a movie but i will say matt and i did watch a netflix original which one um the one with paul rudd it is called um live with yourself right and it is excellent okay what's everybody should watch it um it's basically about well, I can't, I can't go into it. Otherwise, it kind of gives it away. But it's about living with yourself. But is it like about Paul Rudd, or is he just in no? It? He's just in it. He plays a guy. Okay, so so he's not playing himself. No. Okay. He's gotcha. not playing himself. Um, basically, uh, I just I can't. It's just it's kind of a comedy, but it's also like a drama kind of. It's really good. Just trust me and okay. watch it. Yeah, because um, I've and there's nothing, only eight episodes. I've heard nothing but positive about it. It's so, so perhaps good. I should watch it. You should perhaps. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. Cool deal. All right. So we are going to cover most of the stuff that we missed last week. So uh, most of it is spoiler alert uh, politics because there has <laughs> been a lot of political stuff going on, um, as well as a few news things. Uh, but to start off the uh, political side of it, I'll go ahead and let Lydia start with the impeachment inquiry. Sure thing. We haven't talked about this in a few weeks. Um, so. So the impeachment inquiry went into a resolution vote on Thursday. This is um, symbolic as it's only formalizing the procedures of the impeachment inquiry. This does not mean not. This does not Not mean mean. um, that the House is moving forward with the impeachment at this time. So that is important to understand. Yes. So my take on this is that, of course, the media will blow this out of proportion. Oh, for the, sure. Um, I, I think the most used adjective or two most used adjectives for this whole administration has been unprecedented and historic. Yes. And it, they've been overusing it because, yeah, this historic impeachment inquiry, like this is the second impeachment in our lifetime. So yeah. not really 
basically get better politicians. Um, but, yeah, so, for real. So I think that the media is going to blow this out of proportion. But like what you said, Lydia, um, absolutely do not buy into it. The impeachment has not been officially started It's not yet. official. So basically Pelosi is just doing what Pelosi does best and making like basically making it look like she's doing more than she actually is right uh so yeah so don't and don't believe what donald trump is saying on twitter about the impeachment because he's trying to tell everybody that it's over have you seen those and it's not and it's not Uh, yeah and and we actually have had a few um senior officials like with the ukraine uh on our side uh testify saying that there was quid pro quo so again this is going to be a mess but and then we had one well, is this uh, no? No. Um, we had one U.S. official yes. in full uniform go and talk to them today, right? Or yesterday, I think it was. Right. So that would have been Monday. Monday. So, so Monday. So a week ago. Yeah. Yes. Um. And uh, nothing has really brewed out of that except for saying that there was a this for that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. AKA quid pro quo. Quid um, pro. So yeah. Quo. So but again, they're just going to drag this out. I do still think that um there will be a official impeachment launched before Christmas. Uh, for sure before the year is over. Um, but again, I don't think anything's going to happen. Yeah. And um, well, anything's going to happen the next few weeks because they're just normal. They're just formalizing the rules. basically. Right. Right. Uh, so next up we have the Katie Hill scandal. Yes. Um, so Katie Hill, she is a Democrat representing California's 25th district has been in the midst of a scandal regarding an inappropriate relationship with a campaign staffer and a claim of an inappropriate relationship with a congressional staffer. Wee woo. Yes, wee woo. So the difference there, of course, is that the uh the the campaign staffer was whenever she ran in twenty eighteen. Yeah, buddy. And the congressional staffer is somebody who is currently employed by her. Now this is an important detail to know here in a second. Uh but can you tell us a bit about California's twenty fifth district, Lydia? Um, it's usually held by the Republicans. Hill is the first Democrat to represent the district since nineteen ninety three, so we were one years old. Yes. Hill defeated two term incumbent Steve Knight. Oh, for by over twenty thousand votes. Yeah, so it was a. Pretty- but surely she couldn't have slept with twenty thousand people. So she might have been doing some good stuff. Well, right. She was. And I mean, California is obviously the bluest. Of, I don't know about the bluest, but I mean, up there with like Massachusetts. Yeah, it's you know, pretty blue. The um, the Northeast. It's the it's the signature blue state like Texas is the signature red state, though it is going purple. Um, So basically what happened is uh, Katie Hill has resigned. Uh, the official date is pending on that. Um, But she has called her husband abusive as um, the husband distributed compromising photos of her to the Daily Mail, which is a British tabloid site, as well as a right-wing blog called Red State. <laughs> uh, so these were distributed without her consent, um, and Hill is openly bisexual, and the photos were from a consensual threesome between her husband and another woman, making Hill a victim of revenge porn. Whammo! Yeah, whammo for sure. Oh. Uh, you clip, but that, that was worth it. That was a big whammo. That is a whammo. Yeah, and that's the thing, is like, is... If you want to have consensual threesomes, do that all you want. Like, I don't care. But, but why are you trying to take pics of it? Well, the husband did. And that's the thing is the husband took the pictures and they included the other woman in it. So oh. her face is in the pictures as well. And she is a totally innocent by third party because everybody was consenting. It wasn't like they uh, like sexually assaulted right. the third woman or vice versa. Right, right, everybody right. was consenting. Uh, so while her... Um, 
relationship with the campaign staffer are not against House rules, uh, the yet-to-be-proven relationship with a congressional staffer would be. So that is why that's important, because whenever you're just running, you can essentially bang whoever you want. You can do you whatever want, you want. With, with consent, of course. Um, and, yeah, but, Stephen, but, but, with consent. With consent. But, but importantly to know, um, if you are like like an employee situation, like a congressional staffer and you're their boss, that is where, of course, that would be unethical. Right. Uh, so with that in mind, um, I think that, um, oh, sorry, um, sorry, Nancy Pelosi is the one who encouraged Hill's resignation. Yes. Uh, so my opinion here is that Pelosi did the wrong thing. What a shock. I can't stand <laughs> Are we Nancy. surprised? I can't stand Nancy Pelosi. I don't think most anybody could stand Nancy Pelosi. No. Um, in my opinion, Pelosi is more worried about the uh, 2020 election and the impeachment inquiry. Uh, Hill is the victim here of revenge porn, and nothing that she has re- admitted to um, doing was done without the consent of herself, the other woman involved, and her husband. However, should the relationship with the congressional staffer be proven, then I would agree with the resignation. Uh, There have been numerous other representatives who have done similar things on both parties who kept their position and weren't asked to resign, etc. I think this is another example of Pelosi's weak leadership. Uh, Yeah, and there are other people were probably men. Yeah. Pelosi's not trying to ask any man to step well, down, well, but yeah, as the, soon as another woman does something naughty. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of banking on you disagreeing with me on this. For some reason, I don't know why, but I'm glad that you do agree. Yeah, uh, I yeah, agree. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. If this would have been a man and his revenge porn, nobody would have cared. Nobody would have said one thing. Unless he was maybe banging another dude, because that's a little, like, that's... In our country, it's a little crazy. People think a little, it's a little crazy. Right, right. which it shouldn't be. No. Um, but, yeah, so I'm just totally flabbergasted that... Katie Hill is like literally the husband took these naked pictures of her and the other woman and gave not only a picture of herself, but also the other woman not censored to these online. Yeah, sites that's and that's consent. really effed up by him, that's too. Not cool. Also, but I'm kind of confused about how he has a picture of them in a threesome because he took the pictures on his phone. Right. So they were like, but he gaming. But how did he take the picture? Of them doing a threesome. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, because he was one behind the camera. It was during the threesome. Yeah, but how can he prove that that was a threesome if it was just the two of them? Because there's text messages that prove it. Oh, that, 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 it that was... were also released with it? Yes. So okay. the screenshots included between her, her, her husband and herself saying like who the third woman was and stuff like that, who was the campaign staffer. And they just had a consensual Ooh. threesome, as sometimes that happens, you know. I but, guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. When in Rome, I when, guess. When in, when in the 25th District of California, <laughs> do what the 25th District of Californians would do. Oof. But yeah, it's just, it's messed up it's because crazy. Nancy Pelosi is, is, she's far too concerned with, I think that was Hogan, I think. I think he just, okay. it was, yeah, okay. I just heard him. I was like, oh, that oh. was really scary. That, that was a little scary. And it's a little too close to Halloween, too. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just had um, somebody hit the door, but that somebody turned out to be my dog, Hogan. Uh, so what were we talking about? Nancy Pelosi and how how awful she is. She's just the but, worst. Yeah, but we, exactly what you said. If um, If this would have been a man doing this, nobody would have cared. No, and people would have been praising him like, oh, yeah, he had a threesome. Yeah, you know like what I Nux, mean? Dog, yeah, Nux. It, it's, it's, it's stupid. so stupid. It's absolutely stupid. But anyway, so we have <sighs> Tim Ryan news. Tim Ryan finally <laughs> dropped out of the presidential race. About time. About time. I think Tim Ryan should have dropped out 
the day that Bernie Sanders told him he wrote the damn bill. Yes. That destroyed. I wrote the damn bill. <laughs> I wrote the damn bill. Let, let me be very clear. I wrote it. I you wrote know? it. I know about it. I wrote the damn bill. Yeah. So Tim Ryan is out of the race. Thank you, that's, Tim. That's Goodbye. Great. Thank you, Tim. Uh, continue representing Ohio. Tim, with your 3% that loved you, are you going to tell them to vote for somebody else? They should. And here's well, the other- that's my big thing about this whole Democratic, all these Democratic candidates. And I also find it suspect that Obama has not yet endorsed Joe Biden. I'm interested. I'm also interested because I don't, maybe people are listening and saying that Joe Biden isn't that great. But then I read this terrible article um, by NPR. Now, the, the journalism wasn't terrible, but, but the point was terrible, mm. was that establishment Democrats are allegedly freaking out that that like prog- that progressives are winning like with a with Warren and Bernie uh, right. beating Joe Biden and they're saying oh well why isn't there anybody else so then I posted that tweet and it was like oh yeah it was great because this has worked so many times before um so now there is light media speculation that uh Hillary Clinton John Kerry and Eric Holder are all considering runs but I don't think no I don't think that's real uh, out of all of them I think Hillary would be the one to do it because she of course she is a little bit crazy right now she needs this she needs she's this. got crazy eyes it's um, <laughs> Um, it's. I was talking to Matt about it, and um, I said that it was one of those things. Is like that election was hers to lose. He lost. To, she lost to the dumbest man in history. Yep. And why is she still showing her face? If I, if, if I no lost idea. to Donald Trump, I'd like. I'd be. I'd be in out. the Bahamas, and nobody would ever see me ever again. Right. Be, Especially with Clinton money. Oh, their yeah. money's old money. They have it's, a lot of it, and they do right. Just, and all their new money with all the books and stuff that they wrote. Right, absolutely. Like, come on, you're not going to see me around. Yeah, me um, either. But also, I wanted to say something say? else about that. Um, maybe Barack is waiting for the final two. I think so too. But then you you would think that I mean because I mean, he's got a lot of supporters still. He does, yes. And I mean, I'm gray hair and all. Uh, yeah, um, I'm okay with Obama. My, like my my personal opinions on Obama are kind of eh, uh, but I do think it's b- bizarre because Joe Biden is basically running his campaign on I was Barack I Obama's was, number two. Yes. Uh, the, Joe Biden is not saying anything that is like differentiating himself from whenever he was vice president for eight years. Nope. Except whenever Obama made mistakes, he'd be like, oh, I wasn't a part of but that. But I didn't do that. I was just a vice president. Yeah. 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 He um, definitely, he definitely, uh. He's definitely using that to his advantage, but also kind of his disadvantage because it's not really working for him. Yeah, and it's just it's funny because during the um the Canadian election, even after Justin Trudeau did that brown face thing, um, which Obama, wasn't a big as big of a deal as I expected it to be. Like nobody in the is really election, which is weird because like here nobody it has been really a big said deal. anything about it after that. Yeah, um, but that I, I feel like people is that interesting? Ten, I, I feel like people tend to do that with most anything. Like with uh, Dr. Blasey Ford, who uh, who she did that really uh, brave um testimony against uh brett kavanaugh oh right and the democrats want nothing to do with her that was it yeah and that's sad because this woman like again she clearly didn't want to be there and she did it and it was very brave and courageous of her and they're like it's like that whenever it was like like, i don't want to play with you anymore you know with um woody whenever he has that scary dream uh, but what were we talking about? We were talking about um, we were Barack Obama. Oh, yeah, yeah, but uh, Barack Obama endorsed Trudeau in a foreign election that doesn't even right. matter to us, and then and then he's not said anything on Joe Biden. Yeah, Which, I think he's just waiting. I think, I he's, think he's a smart guy, and I think he's going to wait because he knows that he's got a lot of pull. Uh, yeah, I think so, too, because because Biden is not doing good right now. And Michelle Obama, I think, has her own right to be like, I support this person oh, as 100%. well. Yeah, and neither she? one of them have They're said both anything. A, yeah, I mean, Michelle Obama, even if you stripped away all of her titles, she's still a freaking professor at... Uh, I, and she's I, a Ivy lawyer. League. Yeah, that's what, yes, what I'm saying. Ivy League. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan just howled. 
Okay, hang on. I'm going to pause it and let him in really yeah, quick. That's- Speaking of debate, November debate is slated. Stephen? Yes. Uh, so MSNBC and the Washington Post are co-hosting the fifth debate. Uh, so qualifications are stricter than October. <laughs> Can we put that in air quotes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a little bit because I think they're only down three people. Yeah. Uh, so, so far... Um, uh, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, Andrew Yang, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Tom Steyer, and Booker have all qualified down from only three, going from 12 to nine for the October debate. Uh, this will also be the first time that a debate will be hosted by an all-women an all women moderating team of Rachel Maddow, um, Andrea Mitchell, Kristen Welker, and Ashley Parker. Can I just say something about that? What? nobody says anything when it's an all-male forum. Because that's a, that's whenever... You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's, so, it's always all dudes. I know, so, but why why we got to make a big deal that it's all women? I, I mean, I get it and I don't get it. Isn't it's, that crazy, again, though? it's Like, it was buzz. part of the news... Like, it was part of the news article. It right. was like, oh, is this is the first time all women... All the, deb- all the narrators are unprecedented, women. Unprecedented and, uh, and historic. Which, yeah. I mean, I guess it is historic, but... Not unprecedented. Why does it matter? Today. Yeah, it doesn't really. I mean, anyways, anyway. Okay. Yeah. So with that in mind, the um, debate is going to be um, is going to be held in October, co-hosted by MSNBC and The Washington Post. Uh, And then the December debate, which is going to be hosted by PBS NewsHour and Politico. uh, This has even stricter qualifications. Thank God. Uh, So as as of today, only four, which that would be a a, um, that would be down from that'd be down five if everybody stays 50%. in. 50%. And that would only be Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Pete Buttigieg. And if that is indeed the case, if that's the, if that is that four, all hundred other of them need to drop out before Iowa. So by the way, I don't know if I've been sending you these text messages, but um, every day, probably I get a text message from one of those people that says, um, hey, Hey Lydia, or actually they say, "Hey Melissa, hey Garland, um, Mayor Mayor Pete wants your vote." Or um, Harris is looking for you. And yeah, because you sent me that that text that your that that Garland your dad got back over the summer. It was a Kamala Harris tweet, or yep. not tweet text. So do, do you get a... these to your phone too? Yes, because my we're, since we're on a family plan oh. um they have all of our numbers so they'll text all of us throughout um through one like message like they get all of our phone numbers and it's very annoying but also it's kind of interesting um because we're keeping up with this on the podcast i guess i delete them cuz i get annoyed but um basically that's it says hey M- hey logan the other one i got the other day was like hey logan which is um, your brother. Mayor Pete. Yeah, yeah. Mayor Pete is looking for you. And Logan actually responded and said, uh, Mayor Pete has my vote. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really support Mayor Pete? Yeah, he loves Pete. Oh, cool. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so. Okay, but so, yeah, so it's going big for so, Iowa caucuses. They're, they're starting to text all the people. I haven't got anything from the boys, though. I haven't got anything from Biden or from uh, Sanders. Huh. That's weird. That's, that Isn't is that bizarre. interesting? But um, I've but, gotten Harris's and Buttigieg. But Biden is also so far down in the Iowa and New Hampshire polls. Like, he is not doing good that's why at I'm, all. That's why I'm interested why he ha- his team hasn't started texting. Because, um, because Bernie... Or uh, emails. I haven't got sorry, any emails. Warren is ahead by, I think, like five or seven points. Yeah. In Iowa. She has a pretty sustainable, sub- substantial lead. Uh, but Bernie is leading in New Hampshire with Warren closely following. So if Biden loses the first two 
primaries and caucuses. It's going to be hard. Well, I mean, I hope that happens, uh, but we can only see. So I do need to ask for your perspective as a a former Iowan. uh, Yes. Because in Oklahoma, election season is about as boring as it comes because we are always a red state. We haven't been blue since 1968. Oh, wow. And that was for President Lyndon B. Johnson. Fun fact. Um, So we don't ever really get any of the ads except for Republicans during primary season. Sure. So so this year we might get like maybe two Democratic ads, but nothing crazy because we're we're a a safe red state. And for Democrats, we typically support progressives. Right. Um, So as an Iowan, which is not only a battleground state for both caucuses, Republican Mm -hmm. and Democrat, but also for the general election. How annoying is Iowa during election season? It's annoying. Um, we get, I mean, if you watch normal TV, every commercial is a different, is a different campaign commercial. So it's not, every single commercial. So it's like used car dealership, campaign, 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 campaign. M&M's, you know, campaign, M&Ms. campaign, <laughs> literally. That and then it's like crazy. TV show, 15 minutes, campaign, campaign, campaign. Every news um, radio station you'll hear all over. That's There's so signs everywhere, billboards. It's literally, it is the craziest year. Well, yeah. And when I say a year, I literally mean it goes on for a well, whole year. Right, because your dad, again, got the Kamala attacks back in June. Yep. And Kamala wasn't even polling that well in June. That was before she blasted Joe Biden for being a racist. Right. Uh, so um, I don't know if you're, uh, um, are, are your parents registered Democrats or Republicans, or are they each one? Or it, I believe that they're um, registered Republicans. And they're but still getting, and they get Democratic. Yes. Everybody wow. gets everything, I'm pretty sure. That's so weird. Be- mm-hmm. oh, but wait, okay. So but the- they, but they, um, they don't always vote Republican because in Iowa, you don't have to do that for the primaries. You don't or for the caucuses. Yeah. Okay. So like hypothetically, okay. Cause in Oklahoma in the general election, you can vote for whoever you want. Of course, that's the way it is everywhere. But in the primaries, we have a semi-closed primary system. Now for Iowa, where you caucus, that's where you actually have to go at night mm-hmm. to whichever, like a gym or yeah, whatever, your caucus location right now. But let's say hypothetically, if you are a registered independent, could you go caucus for either your Republican or Democratic candidate? Yeah. So that's why they're getting everybody. Right. So, okay. So like in 2016, that would have been even worse because mm-hmm. there was a brand new president. So they're probably getting blasted by Republicans. It by was Democrats. the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine. That'd be, that'd it was be very annoying. But how fun are caucuses? Do they give you like snacks or refreshments or anything? Or? Uh, some of them are really fast. It depends on also like your district. So like they're okay. within, you know, within Iowa, there's districts just like everywhere else. Right. And so your right? specific, yeah, okay. your specific caucus area. Um, sometimes, you know, that everybody's going to vote for Republican or vote Democrat or vote for this one person, you know, but so how does it just work during the primaries, though, because so like, it's just like here, you just go vote. Well, right, but I thought you had to like sit like in somewhere and like argue about it. And yeah, so, that's the caucuses. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like that's what that's what I'm wondering how that works. Oh, because we don't have caucuses. You, you just oh, show up right. in the primaries. Um, they people just go and like talk about their opinions, and then you know it kind of gets a little heated sometimes if you have. I mean, I wasn't there for when Trump was running, but I can only imagine the kinds of things that were going on yeah, for the caucuses I, I th- there. I think Ted Cruz barely won Iowa. Barely. And, and Hillary Clinton barely won Iowa, too. It yeah. was close on both ends. Um, but yeah, so what what I am flabbergasted about is how you can get all these people in a precinct, go to the caucus, and then how they don't kill each other by the end of the night. Yeah, I don't know. I think they just try to be as civil as possible. Which, that's great. I mean, I I, I think that that's cool. I like the convenience of voting. And because, like, a lot of people, you have to think that a lot of them that show up are, like, 
are pretty I mean when you show up to those things you're pretty educated on it right. and so you know what you believe in and things like that and you know some of them, a lot of them are like school teachers and they're not a lot of people that are going to be angry angry right. um I'm sure there has been fights right I mean I'm not going to say there's never <laughs> fights for sure because people get heated with all kinds of conversations like that but I think that when you go there, you expect an argument. So it's probably better because you're already going to expect an argument. You know what I mean? You're going in to support your candidate and then probably flip. Okay. I see what you're you're saying. Um, One more question. Do they provide refreshments? Probably. Okay, cool. I was just curious. I think there was like a water cooler and stuff last when I went way back in the day. Network by the water cooler. Yeah. That's rad. Probably cookies. Probably cookies. Okay. I can take it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and then finally for politics, we uh, congratulations are in order for Governor Kevin State. And we this is, love Kevin. And this is not sarcasm. Sar- why I say it like sarcasm? This what is, the heck was that? Because I, I think I was trying to say sarcasm. Sar- <laughs> I think I was trying to. I think I wanted to say sarcastic, but then mid word I realized <laughs> that sarcasm again. The sarcasm <laughs> was the correct word. So I think that's what happened there. Um, so Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt has been named the sixth most popular governor in the nation. By morning, uh, by morning consult. So I wish I had one of those like little like rattle things that you like turn it go like yeah, you know. Uh, so this uh, morning consult is a privately held marketing and research firm. Uh, the source is deemed credible and independent. So this isn't some like like Facebook poll saying like nah. yes if you agree that Kevin Stitt is the sixth most popular <laughs> governor. You know. Um, so Stitt uh, jumped forty six places from his wow. predecessor Mary Fallon, who was consistently ranked as one of the worst and at many times the the worst, worst governor in the nation. Also, Moody's Investor Service, uh, Investor Service, which is a top-ranked credit rating agency for economics, has elevated Oklahoma's economic outlook as positive. This is Woo-hoo! an upgrade from our previous rating of stable, and the upgrade was attributed to tax hikes um, passed by the state administration last year, resulting in budget surpluses and increased savings for the state. Uh, so, yeah, shout out Governor Stitt. I... Also, I would say that Amazon came to Oklahoma, too, so that probably helped our little um, from stable to positive or yeah, economic. Uh, perhaps, but Amazon <laughs> doesn't pay federal taxes. Oh, true. So I don't know if they pay state state taxes. Oh, so, you're right. I mean, I like where you're coming from, but I just had to set the record straight <laughs> really yeah. quick that Amazon is not that, I great appreciate of, that. not that great of a company. But yeah, so congratulations to uh, Governor Stitt. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can really complain about right now is that permitless carry does go to, into effect on November the 1st, so um, this past Friday. So again, probably very different from Iowa, but here in Oklahoma, now if you just want to carry around a gun, that is your God-given right. Yeah, you can't do that. And I... Don't agree with that at all. Just full disclosure. I think that's in, a very poor In my idea. opinion, I feel like that this is going to cause more shootings. Well, yeah, because if you're going to be paranoid. Well, okay. Also imagine this. What if, uh, and this goes for all states, not just Oklahoma. What if a person of color or God forbid a Muslim individual who is exercising their constitutional right to carry shows up with an AR-15 that they're legal, legally allowed to own and carry, they, the white people would kill them. I, I, I am convinced. Oh, Oklahoma rednecks would be the... F- first issue yeah and that's what i'm saying and, and like that's the thing is and that's like, really sad that is sad because we, but every, you have a good point yeah. i mean it's it's not safe it's not safe it's not i mean it's not for safe. anyone it's not safe for anyone let alone especially uh, persons of color and of different religions because i i, I saw that on twitter one time that, that there was a muslim individual who is a uh second second amendment supporter but they are against open carry and they had a selfie of themselves with with their gun and they're like well what if i walked into the store 
I'm like, that probably wouldn't go very yeah, well. Yeah, it probably you know? would not go very so, well. And then what? Then you're racist, and then you've got a lawsuit, well, and all the things. Because you if you're going to kill somebody simply right. because of their skin or religion. Yeah. And that's really sad. That is sad. Um, So I am kind of worried about that. I mean, I... Uh, like I don't think that this is going to be like like mass shootings every day. Like I don't think that's going to. I think that'd be carrying it too far. But I personally don't think that this is in the best interest of safety. No, and that's the whole reason why I think it passed though is because a lot of people feel very strongly like, well, if I have a gun, then I can stop the other gunmen. But now everybody has a gun, well, so like, that, what are we going to do? <laughs> well, but that hardly ever happens too, which is right. the weird thing. I mean, and and I, uh, one of my more con- conservative. Um, opinions is that I am pro concealed carry. Like I think, I think that's okay. Sure. Um, but then again, growing up in Oklahoma, we do kind of have a gun culture here. So like I was, was like raised, you know, like how to properly handle one, how to, you know, like make sure the safety's on and not basically be a lunatic with it. Right. Um, so concealed carry, I don't really care because then you don't know who has a gun. And then if people are going to use it, like then you're not like going to be like profiling people based off what they look like because, right. Cause to me that adds the safety because if, yes. if you're a burglar and you go into uh, like Lowe's or Ace Hardware or something. I just picked the two most random stores. Like that is of. the yeah. yes, oh, you did. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mathis Brothers Furniture. So if you go, to okay, the, okay. So if you go to the furniture store, Mathis Brothers, and you rob them, like, give me this couch, put it in the bag, you know, whatever. Um, but then the thing is, is like, if you're the burglar, you wouldn't know who is armed. Whereas right. if you're the burglar with open carry and people are openly brandishing a firearm, now you know. Wouldn't that give you incentive on who to take out first or who oh, to avoid? Oh, for sure. You know, because like, I, like, I'm I'm not a criminal, but I just know that if I were in a room with people who I didn't know who had the gun, I would shoot them first. Well, no, if you didn't know. Oh, if I didn't know. Right. But if you knew you had the gun, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, They'd be blasted. If I could see the gun, I'd be like, boom, 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 take the money, go. Right. Well, that's like in, um, that's like in the Dark Knight Rises, uh, whenever Bane said, yep. The Trigger Man is anonymous, one of you, a noble Gothamites, you know, and it's like, but it turns out to be Ra's al Ghul's daughter. Um, but it's the same concept. Like, you don't yes. know who the person is. That's the end of my rant. And that's the, that is the one thing I will harp on the state administration. I support the harp, though. Thank you. But the rest of it's been great. So Yeah. Uh, yeah good um, job, Stitt. Yeah, good, good job, good job, Governor Stitt. Um, so for news, we do have um, some pieces of world news, uh, mostly uh, domestic news, of course. Uh, so the leader of ISIS, uh, this is going to be Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, uh, has been killed in a U.S. raid that took place last week. So that is amazing. Uh, and it has also been reported that another ISIS leader high in ranks has been killed as well. Um, so the raid that killed the main guy, um, Abu Bakr, uh, he was taken out, I believe, on the 27th of October, and then the second in command was taken out on the 29th. Um, that is correct. So that is cool that we got um, that that we did kill some top ISIS people because obviously ISIS is not good. They are a terrible, they are bad, terrible group of people. They're extremist terrorists, you know, things like that. But now I'm seeing like like the left. Uh, I, I say the left. Okay, generally speaking, I see liberals or whatever, however you want to word it, corporate Democrats. There we go. Um, they are saying, "Oh, this isn't much of an accomplishment because now it's only going to create more for Al Qaeda." Like blah blah blah. I'm like, why? Why weren't you saying this whenever Obama's people took out Osama bin Laden? Like, why can't we just be happy that we've taken out that we're taking out people that we're taking out people who need to be taken out? And right. I, I am not an advocate for violence or war or whatever, but I mean, ISIS is obviously a terrible, terrible. Well, they've killed way more people than we have. Right. In the past few years. Yeah, yeah. In terms of military. Yeah. I totally agree with that. But the fact that both sides will just, ugh, I hate it. So yeah, 
And then, so what happened at the Nationals game? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Trump was booed at Game 5 of the World Series in Washington, D.C., and it was pretty funny. Fans at Nationals Park booed Trump as he made an appearance at the game and chanted, Lock him up! Lock him up! Trump only received 4% of the vote in Washington, D.C. in the last election. So it's everybody saying, oh, well, that's so disrespectful. Well, what do you expect? He got 4% of the vote in Washington, D.C. Like, come on, man. And why are you trying to show up? Yeah. Well, like, no, if I were him, I wouldn't even show up. Yeah, but I think he took four, Or I'd show up in, like, a different game. Or, like, a disguise. Like, one of those, like, glasses and mustaches. And he, like, made he made a scene. Like, he, oh, he walked Donald in. Donald Trump made a scene? He walked into his booth. You know, when Barack would go, he would sit in the crowd. He would sit in the stands. And so would George W. Bush. Like, yes. a normal human being. And yeah. then, you know, Donald Trump, he, like, walks into his luxurious box seat and, like, yeah. expects nobody to know him, notice I him or boo him. No. I can't believe nah, Donald Trump. I can't believe Donald Trump made a scene. I know. I, I can't believe It's crazy. Said that. I know. And I can't believe that people might not pick up on my sarcasm, so I'm going to stop. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, So this next one I actually have a bit of beef with, and for multiple reasons. Um, so the NCAA uh, has started the process to potentially allow college athletes to profit off of their names, likeness, and image. Currently, NCAA athletes do not get any compensation outside of scholarships for their pay. So this is a very hotly debated topic in the world of sports, whether or not collegiate athletes should get paid. I am of the opinion that college athletes absolutely should not get paid because that undermines college um, undermines college education but institutions should not be making profit largely off of their athletes it's a two-way street if that makes sense oh it makes sense okay so what are your views on it my opinion is these players play the NCAA sport like it's a job and they should get paid like it's a job. Yeah, and that's and that's fair. And then see my, my counter argument But I also agree that the institutions, if they're not gonna pay them, then they should not be making money off of jerseys, right. off of commercials, off of anything that their faces aren't on TV, they should not make any money off of that. That's and, not fair to the to the player. And that's exactly what I'm saying. So like cause my whole thing is like you're going to college to get an education. Like that that should be then go ahead. Well, I'm going to say, right, you go to college to get an education, but also, you know, 80% of students that go to college work during college, and I bet these guys don't have time to work. And so I feel like right. they should get paid. I'm not saying they get paid millions of dollars, but I'm saying that they should get paid an, uh, an amount where they, where it's a job. Yeah, and I think, and I think that's a fair point. Um, but my whole thing is that I just think the NCAA as a whole has really made the college experience more about athletics than about education. Oh, 100%. And and I am totally pro college athletics. Like, I don't want anybody saying, oh, Steven doesn't like college sports. Like, because that's not true. No, he does. I I do. (laughs) Yeah. um, But the the thing is, is that whenever uh, Lincoln Riley, the head coach of OU, is the most paid public employee in the state of Oklahoma, to me, that is ridiculous. Um, Even more so than the governor, which, I mean, uh, to me is crazy. But then people are always like, yeah, well, he makes the most revenue, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is like with these athletic programs at the college, it's it's making it more about the sport than about the education that colleges are giving out. Sure. Um, and of course, uh, I'm like, again, um, athleticism is super cool. I mean, I myself am not an athlete, obviously, um, but it's one of those things. It's like you have students who are going to OU. O- OU is one of the biggest national merit schools in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we celebrating that as much as we're celebrating sports? And like, I totally get that sports is more are more of a crowd gathering, but the way the NCAA is doing it, they're basically giving ESPN the right to 
show all the games. Like that's that's all that's on on Saturday is college football, yep. which is great. But they are exploiting the players. So one hundred percent. So I think there needs to be some sort of middle ground. And for the time being, I do agree with this because the NCAA is not going to let go of these no. massive revenues that are being made. But at the same time, in my idealistic fantasy world, college needs to be about college first and athletics second. Right. But, and, I, and I feel like the even, the even sadder thing is, is that the community at large th- think, are the ones who think that the athletics are more important, but students at the schools, of course, they, they're there to get the education. So it's just weird. You know? Right. So I'm going to play devil advocate really quick bum, bum, bum. because we love to do that here at the Stevia Show. <laughs> we do. But a lot of these NCAA players wouldn't be in college without the sport. And that's so it's like they didn't really go to college for the college experience. They went to college to play the sport. Yeah. Okay. But then, right? so that's devil's advocate. Would I be okay? So if I'm going to be the devil's advocate to the devil's advocate, I guess I basically be, you're Jesus. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you heard it here first. Steve, no, absolutely, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to get str- struck down. That would that'd be very blasphemous. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll play um, the Saints advocate then, not the New Orleans Saints, but you know, yeah, the ones in the, the, ones in the Beeble. Um, so. What were we saying? <laughs> I said, I that said. That totally blindsided me whenever you compared me to Jesus. That was like, I was like, Whoa. Well, the that opposite was, of the devil's devil is, is Jesus. Yeah, okay. Right? Yeah, okay. You said that that students are in college for the sport. Correct. Yes. Most of yes. them, I mean, I would say, I would bet pretty fine money that 92% of those student athletes are there on scholarship and are there to play their sport. Right. Right. Um, now of course the same rule doesn't apply for private schools because the private schools don't No, I'm talking about public. Right. Um, so my rebuttal to that is that you, is that the college, um, the, the college experience, if you're a student athlete, if if you are only getting into school because of athletics and what i mean by that is if you do other if you would otherwise not meet admissions criteria then i think that's wrong because sometimes you will see uh, but like, what's admissions criteria 2.5 gpa yeah, a and, 20 on the act and, and that's okay and but but some schools will make exceptions for athletes with like 1.7 which GPAs. should not i agree that should not happen yes they should not be able to play that's at what all. I'm getting at. You shouldn't bend the rules because if you're going to bend the rules for an athlete, right? Then you should bend rules the rules for everybody. For everybody. Right. And I agree with that. But I'm saying is that they should be paid because they went to they are going to school just to play the sport. And They're not. They I'll don't agree. care. Yeah, for that I'll agree. So and also, if people are buying my name on a jersey, right. I want some profit on and it. And if you're this- using my my picture of my fantastic catch on all the posters and billboards, I want a percent of that. Right. Like, and, because and, it's me. I'm doing the work. Why do you get to profit off and of you're it? Entitled, and you're entitled to that. And because I, it's me. Right. Exactly. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think where I'm coming from is I think there just needs to be a larger, like, systemic change. I agree. Um, but for the time being, I do think this is the right thing. I mean, but then again, I, I always think in, like, idealistic terms. So, right. But for right now, I think this is this is a step in the right direction. Yeah. And I think this also means that the NCAA uh, football franchise for, uh, like, the EA. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that can make a comeback. Yeah. Um, so that would make a lot of people happy. Um, I mean, I personally like NFL better than college football, but that's me a, too. That's an unpopular opinion here, though. Uh, but yeah, so um, I do think that is good for the time being, but there, there, there does need to be a lot of changes to the college uh, athletic process. Yeah. And um, that was our last thing, but I do have an update, Stephen. I have update. an update on my last story of the, the guy who got arrested. Oh, okay. Yeah. You want to know about oh, it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I haven't told you yet. 
Wait, so, you've been holding on to it? Okay, yes. So I'm going to put my phone down. Okay. Undivided attention. Ready? Yes. So I talked to my friend on the BAPD. I'm not going to disclose his name. As you shouldn't. Um, But he dug up some info for me, and this guy had a $4 million bond out for his arrest. In the apartment? In the apartment. This guy oh. lived below me. His head is worth $4 million. Wow. You want to know why? Do I? Oh, okay. Wait, you don't want to know why. But I, I do. Should I get? No, I shouldn't guess. Don't guess. Okay. Don't we, guess. We, we shouldn't make a game out of this. Just, no, just not a game. Out. Yeah. He's a child rapist. Oh my God. Ugh. In multiple states. Ugh. And he's being extradited to Oregon. To Oregon? Oh my gosh. Because he is literally the worst human in the whole Did world. Did you get his name? Yeah, I know his name. Okay. Tell me after this. Yeah, I yeah. will. Okay. Yeah. But I've, I've, we've looked. We've tried to research, and my friend at BAPD was like, yeah, BA tries to keep everything really secretive, and so I couldn't find anything on the internet of this guy. Not even from Oregon or from I tr- I typed in, like, his name in Oregon and child rapist and, like, all the things, and nothing has come up. That's sick. I don't know. You're you're better at computers with me so than me, so you could maybe find something, but that is li- that's what that I've is, been told. That is sickening. Why was he even out? Like, did he? No, he he's never been caught. That's the Holy thing. Holy shit. That's the yeah. thing. That's why he has $4 million. He is a serial child rapist in multiple states. So, so that means he goes around and does and this thing and then awful. moves and moves and moves. And So he hops around to diddle these kids and right. he just now got caught. That yes. Is, that and is abhorrent. My that theory, is... remember when I said about he had a friend? My theory is the friend, because we hadn't seen the friend in two weeks. My theory is the friend told on him. Oh, good. And good said, and said, okay. you're this guy. He he's wanted. Like you know, find him. And so that's when they came. Yeah. So I think after that big fight, that that other guy got pissed and turned him in. And I think that this guy had like a fake name and social security and stuff because our apart- my apartment complex is not. It's filled with old people and me, right? And so old it's people and Lydia. Yeah, it's exactly. not it's like a, a scary place. Like it is a gated. No, it's a, yeah, it's a, you don't have to defend it. I, I can attest. It's a nice. Well, I've been there. I, I know, but there. I have to tell the. I have to tell the view. I have to tell the listeners oh, so sure. they know. And it's like when we got this hotel, they did background checks on us. They talked to our employee. Like you know, it's so this guy had to have been really sneaky to do this. That's terrible. And what makes me even more sick is like there is like kids that live in my apartment complex. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's not amazing. It's just shocking. Shocking. That's the good word. It's just shocking to me that ordinary, you probably said hi to this person. Oh, I've talked to full convo with yeah, him. And you probably thought he was a totally regular person. He was just a normal guy. Probably totally nice to you, but then turns out he's diddling kids. Yep. That is terrible. What's even nastier is like he lived literally 10 feet from me and he probably had like child pornography. He probably had all know. kinds of stuff in his apartment. And he, wow. yeah, and that well, just is like, it makes me want to throw up. Yeah. But you know what? He got caught and he's going to get what he deserves in jail because even in jail those other guys that have committed murders they don't deal well with child oh no that's rapists a, and molesters that, that's a pretty well-known thing that if you they, commit crimes in general against children but especially like molestation oh or, yeah or you murder a kid he's gonna get his yeah he is and ugh, that, that's, isn't that crazy that's disgusting i'm yeah, literally well, thank, trying to throw up yeah thank you for the update but that's that's important yeah. that's I, I have no words i, have I no know words. So I just want an update, everybody. On cool. That. Well, thank you for the update. Um, Do we have anything happier to end with? Um, well, Hogan's in here. He's behaving. Uh, well, Hogan's cute. I think, I think that's all I can think of for well, the time being. Yeah. Other than 
Oh, here's something positive, I guess. So if you were planning on pre-ordering Pokemon Sword and Shield to get uh to get Meowth, you no longer have to do that. You just have to buy the game by January the fifteenth. Nintendo oh. Yeah, and Nintendo redid their thing. Oh, so, okay, cool. There you go. So if you yeah. buy opening day, you're fine. Yeah, or up until January the fifteenth. Wow, that's good. crazy. Cool. So that's that's I guess positive. The positive thing to end on. We're excited about that. We are, yes. We're gonna have um are we gonna have somebody on to talk about that game? Yes, yeah, we are. We're going to have Joe on uh, whenever... Executive producer executive Joe pro- Taggart. We are, yes. And um, speaking of executive producers, this is a brilliant segue. Uh, we are recording our first bonus episode all about conspiracy theories. Um, and if you want access to that, you will have to support us on anchor.fm slash the Stevia show at the 999 rank. And you can have all of our private um, bonus content. That will be exclusive Heck to you. Yeah. So we're going to talk about conspiracy theories in this first one. But as always, the main show will be free. Um, and we will see you all in episode 52 of the Stevia show. But for now, this is Steven. And this is Lydia. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye.